once a person is able to see that you're interested in learning about them, that tends to help open up the conversation a little more. Welcome to Hashtag Pass the Mic Youth. This is a mic drop. Think back to a time where you tried to have a divisive conversation with someone. Something where you definitely were not on the same page. Maybe it was politics, like about race, immigration, healthcare, or climate change. Or was it more personal? Relationships, worldviews, or career decisions? This episode is an unedited conversation with Cyrus Rod about how to have these types of complex discussions. It's time for a mic drop. Cyrus has been working with the Institute for Emerging Issues, or IEI. He's been working to help initiate a program called Civic Conversations. Its aim is to get people talking about divisive issues in a respectful way, specifically with people who don't share the same views. I sat down with Cyrus to talk about how to have these conversations, why they're important, and how to share our own personal stories. Before you got into like your official role in this group that's working on conversations and like difficult conversations about topics that people definitely do not agree about. How did you feel about those sorts of conversations? Like, did you think Mm -hmm. that they were even possible to have? Um, I think they were the sort of conversations that I was interested in having or kind of, you all almost feel like, um, you're missing like a perspective or it's kind of like that us versus them mentality where, oh, I'm never going to agree with the other side. Um, And I think I was kind of like settling in terms of, okay, this is my opinion. I disagree with other people and that's just how it is. Um, But since coming into this work, um, it's my attitude has shifted to be a little bit more proactive in terms of reaching out to the other side to invite them to these conversations or other, not just the other side as if it's like an argument, but just people of different backgrounds or perspectives or opinions um, to have these conversations because all of that will add to my own perspective. Can you describe a little bit more what you mean by like these conversations? What type Mm -hmm. of conversations do you guys focus on? Right. So uh, IEI um, specifically, well, they, uh, in their programming, they called it civic conversations. And so the idea is that it's any conversation that is across difference um, because they identified uh, they identified an issue within North Carolina and <clears throat> throughout the country that people really struggle to have these conversations um, where they disagree with other people. And so it the idea was that this um, these conversations wouldn't have necessarily one, political agenda or social agenda or policy agenda it was just getting people together in the same space to talk about whatever it is um so like i said we did one on immigration we've done one on gun control um but it doesn't have to be necessarily a political issue like we did one on purpose or the search for purpose and so those are just as interesting um so i think you don't necessarily have to be politically interested or motivated in order to have these conversations. You just have to bring your own experience um, and be open to learn uh, from the people in the same space. So the idea is really just focusing on conversations where there's a lot of differing 
opinions mm-hmm. on and, and probably opinions that are really strongly held. Yeah, definitely. Um, it We find that a lot of the difference boils down to where you come from, how you're brought up, and as a result, what your values are. And so um, whether it, no matter the issue, most disagree, it seems like most disagreements, that is like the foundation of it. And so it's kind of uh, how do we accept or be able to work with people who have these differences in values um, without just writing them off or saying we disagree uh, or I don't like them without ever engaging with them. What would you say the first step then to engaging someone mm-hmm. in something like that is? Um, so it it's very dependent on the situation. Um, so if it's so like there are people there are people who have said they've brought this intention back to their family settings um for example like at thanksgiving that's a common example where like the whole family's around and you have the one uncle who is just like i believe this it should be this way um and i'm not gonna like listen to anything different so it's kind of how to instead of either shutting down or attacking or attacking or defending that's um how it's put it's how can you reach out to the other side and kind of say why do you believe this so it's kind of trying to take that next step and obviously it's not always going to work but if you can uh ask them why do you think this or what other what has caused you to believe this um it's kind of reaching below the surface or digging below the surface um to try to find out more about that person where they're coming from and where you might have common ground with the other person Um, because you can find even if you would disagree on the topic you can have you might have shared a common uh, background or upbringing or hobby or interest um, but you just think about it a different way and so that's really interesting too yeah that is really interesting the root of their belief and Mm -hmm. how they came to believe that one thing instead Mm -hmm. of just arguing or not, maybe not even arguing, but just disagreeing about, mm-hmm. like, that's a really good way of putting it, the surface level, yeah. like, very, you know, big talking points that you'll hear a lot of people saying, but then if you ask why they think that is true or, like, where they've seen it, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of it definitely comes from, like, maybe their personal experiences or, like, personal mm-hmm. antecedents to uh, different issues yeah, I think um, one thing that we've kind of noticed is <clears throat> if you shift your focus from winning the argument to learning about the other, whatever the other side is, the other person, the other group, um, you kind of, rather than saying, why do you believe that um, in a way that's like attacking as if like, why do you believe that? No one should believe that. But if you say, why do you believe that? Because I want to know, like I'm interested in learning about it um once the once a person is able to see that you're interested in learning about them that tends to help open up the conversation a little more um and not be so standoffish so you think as soon as one person tries to lower that barrier Mm -hmm. then it's easier for the other person to do the same and ask the first person well why do you not Mm-hmm. agree with what I'm saying? Why do you feel the way that you do? Yeah, I think so. That's some of the feedback that we've gotten from the college Democrat and college Republican um, uh, workshops that we've done. Because as part of that um, format that we set up, there's some one-on-one time where 
right from the beginning you partner with someone from uh, like one Democrat, one Republican, um, and you talk one-on-one with that person for 10 minutes, not even necessarily about the topic that we're discussing that day, but where do they come from? What is their like belief system or value system? What in their life has led them to being uh, leaning red or leaning blue on this topic? And so kind of like humanizing the other side, that's what a lot of people said, um, that seeing the other side as human rather than as a group or an entity um, with like this singular mentality, um, but seeing them as like a complex individual is what that's like some of the feedback that we've gotten. Hmm. The feedback was that they feel like that by doing that, you can see them as more than just their like viewpoint on that issue. Right. Yeah, exactly. Do you guys, when you do these different conversations, do you ever try to start by finding like some sort of common point of agreement? Mm -hmm. Like, when you're doing these, are you trying to get to a specific end goal or say, well, maybe we agree on some things and not on others? Or is it, I just want to see mm-hmm. where your beliefs come from and, and who you are and why mm-hmm. this is the way you think? Yeah. Again, I think um, for us um, so far, uh, it depends on the situation. So in the college Democrat and college Republican workshops, we'll bring it back at the end and kind of like, because we'll do the one-on-ones, then we'll talk in groups, and then at the end, we'll bring it all together, and we'll say, what points did you guys find that you agree on, and what points do you disagree on? And it's interesting to see um, where the overlap is, and then when you see what the common ground is, and then where the disagreements are, that it can be a starting point for further work. Um, but obviously, this is still um, in the process of being expanded on campus, so... It's good to have these conversations, but I think it's pretty clear to see once you get to that point of clearly um, identifying the points of agreement, the points of disagreement, um, that's when you can start to move forward once you have that foundation. But like you were saying, um, it can be just as interesting to have the conversation for the sake of the conversation. If it's someone you already know, to get to know them in a different way um, or... um, if it's someone you don't know, to build a connection with someone and get to know someone who might be different from you that you would never talk to otherwise. Is that why you think that these types of conversations are important? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think for for both purposes. Um, so, And then also for a third purpose, um, which I think might be my favorite part of the conversations, what I'm bringing out, like what I'm leaving the conversation with. So you can have the conversation to build a connection or to start work towards a solution. But you, I find it interesting to go into the conversation just for the sake of bringing out a new perspective or a new knowledge about some topic or some uh, someone's background, someone's perspective, um, because I think that anything that you can add to your own um, can be helpful and help inform your own decisions and yeah so. like can expand your yeah perspective exactly. about the world is, is listening to the stories and right. the experiences and the views of other people right exactly and i think that's what kind of like what you guys try to do here like with some of the narrative stuff is just get it out there and see how it can affect people so 
Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely one of our goals. Mm-hmm. It's really believing in the power of story and yeah. how it can shift people's perspectives and maybe open their minds to mm-hmm. the experiences of other people. Yeah. So going back to sort of like how to have these conversations, you mentioned mm-hmm. starting with asking why this person believes what they do and maybe just going through some of the things that they do agree on, some things they disagree on. Is there any other tips that you have to having difficult conversations like these or divisive conversations? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so those are both a good start um, at kind of like digging deeper. Also, um, maybe uh, like I was saying earlier, kind of like you go the roundabout way where it's can I get to know this person better and then maybe I understand their values better and then we'll get to that other topic. But kind of like humanizing them first before talking about the topic specifically um and then um i think a good way could also be not necessarily just doing it off the cuff or like on the fly where you're just putting someone on the spot but um if you are able to get to or create a space um like these conversations we host them as events or we set them up as events so that the people coming are coming in with the mindset or the attitude of um, I'm coming here to have a constructive uh, conversation. Um, I know people will disagree with me, but I'm here to listen to those differences. Um, I think creating that space is important. So whether it's uh, you are helping create it yourself or you're bringing someone or yourself into a space um, where that uh, open environment helps you have those conversations. I think both of those could be good. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, <laughs> it seems like it'd be a really different atmosphere than like confronting a sort of rowdy family member at yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, just having that specific mm-hmm. space and saying, this is the end goal here is mm-hmm. we're all trying to expand our own perspectives and share our own Mm -hmm. viewpoints do you think that people generally struggle more with one or the other like either listening more or with sharing more Mm. yeah I think that's interesting I think most people um when you think about these conversations the first thought would be um most people don't listen but I also think it's it's interesting to think about people struggling to share because I know even me personally especially when I was just getting into this um Like, I feel like I'm not necessarily the type of person I would walk into a room and just, like, yell my story out, like, this is my story, uh, before I get to know the people. Um, And so that's where I think, like, creating that space again is important. Um, And then coming into that space, it's kind of like, the way we like to set it up is that everyone drives the conversation. It's not necessarily, like, one person asking questions and then... um, each person just like has their own answer. It's more like a conversation, a casual conversation. And so, <clears throat> again, you have to be able to listen and then when your time comes, also share your story um, so that everyone can benefit from it because everyone has a valuable perspective to bring. That's something I definitely relate to is I, I feel like I'm a lot of times less willing yeah. to really share my story with people that I don't know as well. That's why mm-hmm. I guess I'm usually like the editor for the podcast yeah. <laughs> episodes. Um, so in your experience and growing in that, do you mm-hmm. have any advice that you would share on how to be more open about sharing your story and your perspective with other people? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's something that's tough. That's that was just like getting into these conversations and being interested, knowing that I was interested in other people's stories kind of helped me because if someone else is being a little more vulnerable with me, then I feel like I can be more vulnerable with them. So, I mean, again, I know I've said this a lot, but creating creating the space, I think, um, is really important. Um, yeah, I think it's just uh, kind of like something you have to come into it with a certain intention or mentality that this is um, what I could get out of it and maybe step out of your comfort zone a little bit too. That's another thing about these conversations. You're listening to things that or hearing certain uh, perspectives that may make you uncomfortable, but then also sharing uh, things that might make you uncomfortable. So I think there's not one way to do it. It's just um, ease your way into it and see if you can grow a little bit in that way. Yeah. Did you feel like being in that space and having somebody really listening to you helped you share mm-hmm. your own perspective more? Yeah, definitely. Um, and again, and I think another thing that helps with that is once someone is sharing their story, you realize, oh, I have more in common with that person than like I thought. Or like you wouldn't just look at someone um, that you've never met across the room and say like, oh, like we have we probably have a lot in common. I feel like the default is to say, I don't know that person, so I'm not going to associate with them or reach out to them. Um But then you start having these conversations and you realize that, oh, I've had a similar experience to that or that I've had an experience that made me feel similar to that. Um, So it's about, again, finding that common ground and um, seeing the, the humanity in other people. so much to Cyrus for making this episode possible and for his work breaking down barriers through meaningful discussions. To learn more about civic conversations, check out iei.ncsu.edu. And our blog has a brand new post all about this topic. Find it at passthemikeyouth.com. Hashtag Pass the Mic Youth is a product of NC State Extension, but does not necessarily reflect its views.